Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, a podcast where we talk about the Binding of Isaac video games. Every item, every monster, every boss, every trinket, everything you could ever hope to talk about with this deep, in-depth series of games. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined by the Mad Monk himself, Gary Butterfield. Ah, yes, Rasputin. Fuck off. The Mad Monk. Fuck off. That's not Rasputin. You know it's not. The Mad Arab. The Mad Arab. Is it the Mad Arab? Shit. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. End the show. Cool End the yeah. show. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, Fuck you for wait, listening. We, Fuck me for talking. Yeah. <laughs> we had to get up pretty early in the morning to to, to run a, a Lovecraft uh, mistake past me, buddy. All right, buddy. What item are we talking buddy. the fuck about? The, the, we're, we're <laughs> I like, I like this the... character. Angry <laughs> podcast boy. This is much better. Are there hey, any listen, podcasts where uh, angry white people just yell about the things they hate? <laughs> it seems like it seems like hey you motherfuckers have you ever heard of the wire um <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when presbo fuck oh, oh. <laughs> when presbo fuck uh um Mouth this, this week this, this this episode we're talking about the necronomicon all right um and not the providence rhode island convention dedicated to the famous horror author instead the book item from the binding of isaac item description mass room damage we are just all over the place in active items is uh gary i'm just gonna get right into this this should not have a six charge six charges a lot um that's it's a little much it does 40 damage to everything in the room which which uh, kills is a lot on early floors yeah but the way enemy item damage works in the binding of isaac is that most enemies not all of them have a base amount of damage and then depending on which floor they show up on there'll be a modifier for that so, you know, a fly, uh, you know, fly, for example, I don't know if it actually applies to flies, mm-hmm. uh, that has, you know, say 10 hit points on the first floor, you know, taking four shots from Isaac will actually have 20 hit points on the fourth floor, uh, things like that. So for a bigger, um, you know, once you start getting to, you'll get to floors where the Necronomicon will not kill things in the room. Yeah. Uh, eventually, not reliably. And even then, every six rooms not having to fight is not great. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh like this does bring up like the weird like difficulty economy of this game where the first floor couple floors I do feel like the bosses are the real sticking points. Yes. And then uh around I would say womb 1. I, I mean not least of which because that's when the da- enemy damage goes up a notch, but I do f- I feel like that's about when I start taking more damage from trying to traverse the levels than I do from fighting bosses. Yeah. And because yeah. this and is fucking makes... useless against bosses. Yeah, this is this bosses. is not work against most bosses unless the boss has like multiple segments, like a Larry Jr. Um yeah, this will not uh, uh so it ends up kind of you would think it'd be more useful in the womb, but then again, like there are a lot of there are a lot of uh enemies that can kind of juke it as well. Um and ones that can just shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Um it ends up being so for something with a six charge, I tend to associate those items as boss killers. Yeah, I think you know, I think that's very ones. fair. Like this does this costs the same number of charges as the D six or Krampus's head, and Krampus's head will melt any boss in the <laughs> game other than a certain end bosses, or clear any room if that's what you need it to do. That's true. Um, the thing that this will do that Krampus's head won't do uh, is guaranteed hit everything in a big room. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being highly situational for me. Like if I have the Necronomicon, I hate doing big rooms. Uh, in this game, like you do those two by two, you know, grid rooms uh, tend to be, you know, some of them are just fine, but some of the biggest pains in the ass uh, rooms that there can be. Mm-hmm. 
uh, tend to be those. So just being able to walk in, press a button and end them, that's great. It's just so situation situational and it is, uh, replaced by a, a card, which I think is pretty easy to get a hold of. Like, I'm sure that, you know, the odds don't actually support that, but mm-hmm. it feels like I run across death cards a lot. Well, I mean, it's also replaced by one of the basic heart types. That's true. And uh spider butt, which doesn't do as much damage, but you can literally use that every other room. Uh, it does a very similar effect. Mm-hmm. So less damage, but slows everything down and every other room. Like, I feel like if this were one of the things I love about Isaac is it's not interested in balance. You know, we haven't done this segment in a while, but how would you fix it? Uh, and that, that seems easy to me. This should be, should be a four room charge. Yeah. I think that would very, that, that, yeah, I have no, uh, arguments against that one. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say, uh, while I don't think the sprite work on it is especially inspired, like it implies what it's supposed to be. I do really love the picture that triggers, uh, when you use it. Most of the books make a big picture show up on the screen when you use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one for this is a real nice picture of a book that has clearly been made from a human face. Yes, like a book with a face, which is the always uh, the you know the Necronomicon uh, classic style. Um, one of the first mods Rasputin. always ever come. Yes, Rasputin the Mad Arab. Um, the uh, one of the first mods always comes out about Isaac or that you run into is ones that remove those animations, just because you get so used to seeing them. All right, kind of becomes a pain. Okay, I don't know. Um, it's not so much a problem for these, but it can be a problem for like. Oh, like if you're, uh, if you got dry baby. Yeah, I get that, but I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like that's real first world problems, Gary. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, the, uh, one of the bits of trivia here, the book is bound in human skin, which explains the face on its cover. I don't think it does because there's lots of human skin that doesn't have faces on it. It doesn't face. In fact, there's only one part on the human body that has face on its skin. Yeah. And like, yeah. if we're going statistically, there's no faces on the human skin. Yeah, right. I think that's how statistics work. Yeah, it, it, it's like how there's like a little bit of cocaine in water. Like if you know, if we took if all of the skin of the entire human race right now, and we will, and we will, and we stitched it all together into one great tapestry. This is so beautiful, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because it would be like a beautiful mosaic. Yeah relatively little of it would be face we we put that all together we put together this mosaic and then we get uh the camera zooms out to space where we show two astronauts looking down on the earth and we made a gigantic picture of nelson mandela that's beautiful just smiling back on the moon you know gary i'm gonna do some real quick math you uh do the outro okay okay um if you uh well let me see do we have a seed no seed there's no seed there should be a seed uh, this shows up in the treasure room, and yet there's no seed. Good news, Gary. If you type how much skin does a human have is the first thing that Google pops up for you. <laughs> like, well, I mean, what else is it going to be? Like, my neighbor? I don't, you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, this is, why is it giving me? I don't want it in pounds. Yeah, we need it in distance. Like, how many football fields? How many Nelson Mandela's worth of skin? Oh, here skin we go. We? Okay. God. <laughs> if you were to tear off and spread out the average adult skin, it would cover approximately 22 square feet. That's pretty intense. That is. Okay. Now let me just keep going. I've got, I'm doing some population stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> population stuff. Um, if you, I'm doing the outro here. If you, if you like the show, I know it's just no Will's going to interrupt me here in two, two seconds. I can, I can wait till you're done. Horrifying uh, thing. Okay. Um, rate, re- review the show on, on uh, iTunes and uh, head on to uh, patreon.com forward slash skin to support our terrifying <laughs> planet quilt. I'm good. 
Okay. Keep going for now. <laughs> that's, that's all we got. We, the secret of planet quilt is now out. So, uh, we're gonna get the specials to write a song about it. It's gonna be free for all. Give me one. I'm almost, I'm almost done with my map, Gary. <laughs> um, I was gonna, gonna leave on that sick obscure specials reference, but you're gonna have to pick it up, pick it up. Pick I mean, it up, okay, it up. okay, okay, Gary, we are yeah. looking at 163 billion square feet of skin. That's a big Nelson Mandela. Now let's just check how my how much square feet is the Earth. Okay, almost there. Could we coat the Earth with all the skin? That is what I would really like to know. I, it's asking. I feel like we could definitely uh, coat the White House, which is the first thing it came up with. Yeah, that's the first thing we should coat. Trap that motherfucker in there. Uh, Gary, like no, no, we can't even kind of do it. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, I, I, it's an order. It's several orders of magnitude. I was just small. thinking about it because if everyone in the world like just laid down, like there are people who live on top of each other, but it's pretty rare. You know, mo- most people take a take up a certain amount of space on their own. Yeah, and there's more than twenty two feet or more than ten feet on either side for most people at any given time. So like I was, I, you know, I was like nah. And then there's Antarctica where there's very few people. Like. Yeah, I bet. but we could we could make one hell of like a mad ball out of the earth. That's true, you know. Or one of the I think one of the moons of Mars might work. If Elon Musk ever gets off this planet, we should do that while he's gone, just to freak him out. <laughs> he looks down and it's like, "Hey, everybody's dead. We're all skinned now. Go to hell." Gary, I don't want you to bring your army of angry science boys to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the libertarian science fans will destroy me. One of the things that they said, just because I can, I can do tangents on a show, yeah, and just because I thought about this today, and we don't have to go into it real deep, but somebody was like, you know, the thing he's, you know, the reason him not doing any kind of uh, charity work or, or helping people directly, if he did that, that would be worse because right now he's inspiring people to become scientists. And I just had the thought of like, you don't think you inspire people if you like, you know, housed everyone in the United States that would inspire people. I would be inspired like, to, to become something like. You know, was that the, was that the point? Like, that's not inspiring. I don't know. Not as inspiring as the stars, Gary. Not. I I find it a lot more inspiring. This is actually this is tying into the H P Lovecraft cosmicism thing of this item. Yeah, so that's you, why we can actually end the uh, episode because it actually segues on back. King of the Segway. King of the Segway. Good, good night. Good night. <laughs>